let's have an honest conversation about what has happened the last two Friday nights. What has happened, Heidi? <laughs> um, well, we have got into, well, a little bit of tension. Things have been tense. I know it's like after a crazy busy week, it's probably the last thing that we want to happen on a Friday, but it seems to have happened the last two Fridays. Yeah, you're the one that brings it up. So pick your timing. <laughs> You, you, you just said it then. You go, probably not the best time, but you're the one that brings it to the table. Hey, I haven't, no, you have also been a bit tense as well. So anyway, what we're not going to, <laughs> we're not going to have an argument or a fight. Yeah, people um, don't want to hear that shit. <laughs> we're going to just give you the context of what has happened because I think people could relate to hugely what the tension and the fighting has been about. And I don't mean like we've been throwing you pots know, and pans. pots and pans and screaming at each other and being like, ah, oh, rah, rah, rah. It's just we've had to have some honest conversations because there has been a little bit of tension and, and tiredness and frustration. Just general. Just a bit bickery, fam- like family, family stuff. stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And um, so we're going to delve into that. But first, if this is your first time listening to First Time Parents, welcome. I'm Heidi. I'm Griffo. And we decided to create this podcast just over a year ago, um, we just celebrated 50 episodes last week. So welcome to episode 51. Whoop, whoop, whoop. Um, and we've been recording it every week since our son was born. Um, if you want to go back to the intro of um, who we are, we have definitely changed a hell of a lot since then. Um, Hopefully for the good. <laughs> well, I'm now not even working in radio. I'm the stay-home mum. That was never the plan. Yeah, I was working away. Now I'm working in Perth. So yeah, big changes. Yes. And we've got a kid. Oh, yeah, that yeah, too. Yeah. <laughs> Who's almost one um but massive massive love to our sponsors this week active truth if you don't know what active truth is well uh the men probably won't but the women you are living under a rock so jump online activetruth.com.au they're only the best tights ever so it's active wear for all women regardless of size shape or the stage of their life and i know for me i lived in my maternity ones um, I think I pretty much wore them to the radio studio almost every day because they were the most comfiest thing. And then now postpartum, I have lived in them as well. Are you pregnant? <laughs> no, because they, <laughs> they've got maternity ones that are just magical. Like they're, the thing that I loved about them is they're high-waisted and they're made from high-performance compression fabric. Which, Super comfy as well. And which means they're not shitty fabric. It's yeah. like, you know, they're awesome. And I know loads of awesome mates of mine that also wear them. <laughs> um, awesome, awesome. <laughs> I was going to say, I mean, I don't wear... Griffo wears them too. <laughs> I, don't, I don't wear the ones you're talking of, but I know it is annoying if you've got um, bike pants or training pants that fall down. Babe, that's Crap a material. lie. You can tell everyone how you sneakily wear my um, Active Truth maternity Righto. pants. <laughs> but that's because they stay up and they feel comfy. I guess that's my point. But what I love about them is I wore them before we even started this collaboration of sponsorship. So we only spruik the stuff that we love on this podcast. And I say we, like I force you to love it as well. Um, But the thing that I love it, two mums started the brand. So they know all about, um, you know, the, the being comfy of pants in maternity, postpartum, but also like whatever stage of life you're at. So if you want 20% off, all you need to do is use the code Heidi at 20 to get 20% off. So Heidi at 20, jump online, activetruth.com.au, the best tights ever. Okay. <sighs> That's what noise our baby makes at the moment, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I wonder where he gets that from. <laughs> well, it's when I get like, <sighs> okay, I need to take a breath, but then I start going like, 
You are very breathy. <laughs> don't oh, say that. Oh, you don't that. like that, do you? Because that's what I listen to. That's something that I pick. <sighs> I now people are going to hear that. Hear all if that. If they haven't and already. And she's got an accent as well. <laughs> breathy American. <laughs> <sighs> okay, so why have we had arguments the last two Friday nights? I can't remember. I don't, James. They come and gone. No point hanging on to the past. No, don't put it under the rug and don't bottle <laughs> it up because what happens when you bottle stuff up? It, it then comes unbottled. out. It get, either comes out in your sleep and you get abusive in your sleep and tell me that I'm an asshole in your sleep or it comes out when you're drunk. Yeah, well, when I'm sleeping, I can't control that. So that's a cheap shot. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you take the cheap shots then too. Yeah, well. But, yeah, I think um, sometimes we do speak a bit more of our truth when we're drunk or we just don't have a... um, uh, Filter. Yeah, filter, I was going to say. Yeah, yeah. I guess the filter's a perfect word for that. Well done. (laughs) Sometimes I'm smart. (laughs) Yeah, sometimes you help me out. Other times you don't. (laughs) Like Friday nights you don't. But, yeah, um, yeah, I think... Uh, so what have we been fighting about? I want you to talk about this because... I don't know. You've thrown me under the rock here. No. What, has, what has been the thing? It's... Oh, God. You're frustrating as hell, aren't yes. you? Are you avoiding it or... Well, no, you're driving Are you this embarrassed? One. Well, you, you, you drive this because I, I didn't know what we were talking about today and now she's just gone, here we go. Well, uh, that's because I, I want you to talk about it more. What has been the thing that... The issue that we've keep... Re like you really want me to say it, don't you? Yeah, <laughs> it's uh, it's my connection with Memphis, and um, I think last night we talked about it. Well, you brought it up perfect timing after a week's work, you're just having a beer, having a feed, and of course, you want to get into a conversation that's always going to get a bit heated. So, no, we started talking about Memphis and my connection, and we've we do have a connection, but I think at times we I don't know, I guess we aggravate each other, so then we either he'll be crying or I mightn't be as warm to him or just get frustrated. So then you kind of got two people looking at each other that aren't really enjoying the time. Um, and, yeah, I think a lot of it might come from me and that might be because I'm tired or stressed or got things on my mind and not really being in the moment. And then other times, you know, he is very demanding of you and he is comforted by you. So I get frustrated that I can't do, you know, I can't help out there. Um, You'll probably say, well, you're not doing it right. But the thing is, you No, it's not about being right. Well, not being right, but coming in and doing something. You know, you've got that connection with him that I don't now. Obviously, he is going to have a better connection with you than me because you are around him a lot more. You are the provider for him. Yes, I do feed him, but he is much more reliant on you and around you than he is with me. So I think, as history tells, generally you're going to have a better connection, you're going to be more wanting to go to that person. Yeah, and, like, the reason why I want you to talk about it is because, like, it hurts all of us, you know, like, and and I want you to know that, like, because what you said last night was you're like, oh, we'll just say it, I'm a shit dad. And... Well, I guess it felt like it was I a little bit like know. attacking. And I know you weren't attacking me, but it, it just came across that way. No, you got very defensive, but that's fine because that happens sometimes. We all get defensive. And sometimes I find, like, I get defensive when there's a little bit of truth to what they're saying. Um, yeah, I think that's how everyone's defence mechanism. Yeah, because like, like, you're like, fuck, I've already thought about that, but now they've actually seen it. Like, are, you, are you literally going to lay on your back and just cop it? No, you're going to sort of stand up a bit for yourself, whether that's because you've got an actual leg to stand on or 
you are getting defensive because you're like, oh, that hurts. I'm going to have a jab back. Mm, but I just, I need you to know this and I want to say it out loud again, is that you're far from a shit dad. Like Look, you're, a, I, I you're know that. an amazing father and I'm not just saying that one because we're on a podcast. I tell you that a lot and I feel like I show you that. But also I think you're an amazing partner and you're an amazing dad. But what I think has been my frustration, which we've talked about over the last two weeks, is that sometimes you're acting a little bit like a baby as well. And that's what's hard because you're, it's like you're going tit for tat with him. Do you know what I mean? And that's what I said to you. You've got to realize that I understand that it must be hurtful. Like, fuck, it hurts me when he acts that way. Do you know what I mean? And I yeah. see that, I, like, it literally, like, my, you know, it breaks my heart because I'm like, I know when you guys are awesome, you're awesome, you know? Um, but I also feel like sometimes you get, you act like a little bit of a child, like, because you're like, well, fine then, he's not, he's doing that to me, so I'm going to do this to him. Like, do you know <laughs> what I mean? Like, yeah, I'm sure there's a bit of that going on. But <laughs> when it's, it's like he's the baby, like he, of course, they say that they have this like intuition, they know, and they like pick up on. <clears> and I yeah. said, so I think he's picking up on your that you don't, you're not really sometimes present with him because you can't because you're like, fuck, this is the worst day of my life. Like, I just wanted to get home and have some fun, and he's doing this. Like, yeah. Like, I know I struggle sometimes, uh, I think we've touched base on it before, when you come home from work, uh, it might have been a busy day or busy week or whatever, you know, I think life in general, there's always stuff going on in your head, and um, whether it be good or bad, but uh, if you come home from work, you're being a bit tired or stressed or whatever it may be, and then you, you open up the door and then you've got this crying baby, and I know it's like, that's part of your job as a dad, it can be hard, and I think there are times that I do struggle to get in the moment and put on that happy face, you know, um, and try and just push everything aside and give your kid the 100% you. Mm. Um, I don't think there's anyone that could do that day in, day out, you know, um, and maybe I don't try hard enough sometimes or haven't found the strength to push through that on more more opportunities than not than just taking the like, oh, I'm buggered, I'll just won't give them the time of day. I don't know. Which sometimes but, you do that, but I mean like, yeah, you know, I feel like that's pretty probably natural for everyone. Like sometimes, and you know, you are really tired and you just can't be fucked. Absolutely. You know? And so you're like, and I was say, only saying this to a friend the other day, like I feel like sometimes, you know, like when you're with your child and you're sitting down playing with them, then all of a sudden you realize like you're on your phone and you're like, fuck, I totally tuned out. Like, you know, because it can be a little bit, not boring, but like, you know. Come on, let's just say it. There are moments <laughs> of boredom and you're like, but then you look at your kid and if they're occupying themselves with yeah. a toy or something, you don't like, have to be in their face yeah. playing with them 24-7. Now, some parents might agree with that. Some parents might disagree. Each to their own, right? You parent your own way. You live your own life. Mm. But I think there's a, a got to be a bit of balance. And you're right. You do need to give your kid your time of day. But at the same time, we are a human ourselves. We're not perfect. We also need our time. And whether yeah. that be, you know, it is hard because things have changed a little bit with Memphis. Um, we've, we've changed his sleep pattern so he sleeps in more. But off the back of that, he's going to bed a bit later. Yeah. And because us as parents, we go to bed quite early. We don't <laughs> get much time. Us as parents, I think. Only um, we're the only parents that go to bed at seven thirty eight. Probably, but you <laughs> but know, we do get up early. <laughs> but yeah, that's the thing, you know. It's um, so finding that bit of time for yourself. Mm. Generally, by the time he's going down, it's like you know what, I just want to go to bed. So you might find whilst he is awake, you might be doing a bit of the things that I don't know that please you. 
doodling on your phone or whatever. It's funny how that you know? pleases us, isn't it? It's like Well, I think it's just detaching from like, you know, yourself from work or whatever. It just it just fills in a bit of time. It's I don't know, maybe like people that smoke, they don't do it because they enjoy it. Just I don't know, it's boredom. I've heard people smoke because they're bored. You come up with the most random stuff sometimes. I do, but (laughs) someone out there listening will understand what I'm saying. Uh, But I think what I, like I said, what I really want you to do is like, you know, it's just those times that I was saying to you like that, I just feel like you could help yourself with the connection. Do you know what I mean? Like, you know, like, and I said to you last night, what happens is, right, is sometimes because he is with me all the time, I have a more calming presence because my voice is not loud and, I mean, my voice is loud and boomy, but do you know what I mean? Like I'm not a bloke, like the blokes just have a kind of, they're bigger, their voices are louder, they're, do you know what I mean? Like, and so he is just not used to that all the time. Mm. And so I was saying to you, like, sometimes you come home and you're really in his face and you don't read what kind of, do you know what I mean? Like you don't meet him at what, he is and then you get like oh well, fucking fine then like rah, rah. and it's like that's do you know what i mean like it's just the emotional intelligence i think sometimes yeah and then you know like i said to you like <clears throat> you were feeding him the other night in the dark like i think you're over exaggerating no I mean, it's not like yes, literally like pitch black babe uh, babe i went in and <laughs> you were feeding and it was so and, and i like i said i can understand like you're tired you're not thinking so it's just kind of like a chore do you know what i mean like feed him get it done Whereas I was like, that's a perfect time that you could sit there and like actually have some fun with him and lock eyes with him and connect and stuff. And look, I'm not saying that I have high expectations of you to do that. I'm just saying these could be little things that you could tweak. And by me saying that, I know you don't do that all the time and you're not like, but do you know what I mean? Because yeah. and I also think like we all do it. We do like mind numbing stuff sometimes that we don't even, we go into autopilot. Yeah, and there's been dumb things that I've done a hundred percent. I put my hand up to that, but yeah. I think it's like, and you know, what I love about you is that even though he struggles to have a bath with you, we've tried everything, you still push through. And so you would tune out. Do you know what I mean? Because he you screams the whole time. I could either bath him in like five seconds. Yeah. Or like, you know, what I will do is try and calm him down or try and keep him level and play with him in the water and like with his toys. But I know as soon as I pull out the uh, scarer to start actually bath- bathing him, um, I know straight away that he's going to go. So I try and prolong it and then there's a time that you go, mm. all right, I need to now bath him. Um, and that's when he goes ballistic and it's like, well, the only way to get this, as soon as he's in his, uh, in his sleep suit and he's on my lap and I'm reading a bedtime story, it's all, it's all good. Yeah. It's all good. Like it literally is like it, it just changes just like that. So, so uh, well, I saw- um, yeah, it, it, it is a weird thing. I don't know why. Um, there's been times that I've had some good baths with him and other, most times he, he does cry. Um, sometimes it's like from the whole process he hates. Other times he'll get in the bath and be okay. And then as soon as you start mm. patting him down, then he'll start going crazy. Um, yeah, I know there's times that I've probably been like, oh, I can't be bothered. Or, or you just go uh, into I'm, autopilot. Like, that's what I was going to say. Like, I can actually, like, I can understand why you would do that. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. And, but what I'm saying is, I think we can't do that all the time. Like, you got to tr- keep trying to connect with him in, like, even if it's little spurts, you know what I mean? Like, and just 
meeting him on the ground and like, you know, or taking him, like I was saying, like putting him in the pram and stuff isn't really hanging out with him. Like, you know, like he's doing his own thing then. Like, I think you just, even if it's like 20 minutes a day of just full connection and trust. So I did some Googling and apparently they say like, it's that, that not that they don't feel safe with their dads. They, they usually do favor one parent. Like that's just really normal. Yeah. Um, but also like, it's because sometimes they'll act out like that just because they are feeling unsafe. And it's not, yeah. it, like I said, no, it not, doesn't. Yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah. It's just that their little brain, they don't have the capacity like that we have or the understanding or the emotional intelligence. Mm. Yeah. And like we spoke about it before where you said, you know, I'm sure one day that he's going to be like, oh, what's dad up to, you know, and he'll be yeah. by my side all the time. And, you know, you've been supportive throughout the, the times that have been hard where I've, you know, been frustrated or upset with how things are going with me and Memphis. And, you know, in time, I'm sure the, the tables will turn. And it's it's a shit feeling because you, you then start to go, well, well, this is a bit, you know, frustrating. You're coming home and it's like, what, what sort of mood am, am I going to bring or is he going to bring and are we going to be in the same position again? And you're right, like, here's the baby. He doesn't know any better. I know he doesn't do it on purpose, but it is where we end up. You know, mm. and it, it does, you know, you, you, yeah, you, you deal with it, but it is just sort of a bit like, oh, okay, well, it's not enjoyable. Yeah. Like, there's moments of like, oh, this is kind of not how I expected it to be. And I, I never knew it was, I never thought it was going to be perfect in like, you know, easy walk sort of thing. But um, yeah, it's definitely emotional um, and tiring at times. You do, do get a bit exhausted, I think, from that. And not that I'm at work going like, I'm dreading coming home to my son crying. Never do I ever think of that. But when you come home and it's like, oh, shit, you know, he's crying again and, you know, I'm not getting a, a, a nice feel from him, um, that But, like, does you do realise that babies, this is what I, and this is what I think might be a little bit of an issue. Like, you do realise that's how they communicate. So do you know what I mean? He's not crying just because he's seeing you or hearing you or whatever. Like, he's crying because that is, they, he can't communicate any other way. Yeah, so, so you know what I mean? That, like, like if I'm crying, if he's crying, and I'm <laughs> you're <holding> crying. Him. <laughs> um, and then you come and grab him, then you settle him because he, he gets soothed by you easier. And I'll try and do something, you know, I'll walk around and normally if we go outside or something, that'll settle him or, you know, we go around and look at the photo frames around the house. And if that doesn't work, then you grab him, then he seems to settle. So it's not like I'm not trying to connect with him. I get it. He might be picking up on the times where I'm feeling his mm. well, they do say sadness that. or whatever. But they say there that. are times that I do, I feel genuine that I'm like trying to be there to support him and mm. bring him down and not having uh, a, know, a, a negative feel inside <laughs> of me when I've got him in my hands when he's crying. Um, but, you know, as soon as you grab him, then he settles. Yeah, so but like, that's, how do you, you know? But that's what they just say. That's what I'm saying. Like he doesn't have the capacity. Like that's just what the way that human beings are made. And like yeah. he's a little human being going through, like you know, all <clears> these <throat> developments and like seeing things for the first time. And you know, and also I think we spoke about it um, with uh, you and I. I think I was telling you about this podcast that I listened to of Oprah Winfrey on Soul Super Soul Sunday or whatever she's called. And she was talking about with this lady that like the biggest thing with human beings is we just want to be seen and we just want to be heard. And when we feel like we aren't seen and we aren't heard, that's when like, you know, as children, that's when we develop into having different kinds of issues. And so the biggest thing that you could ever do for a child of any age is whenever they walk into a room or whenever you walk into a room, you just 
connect with them by like seeing them, hearing them, feeling them, you know? And that's what I said to you, like sometimes with Memph, like you'll get home. And I know when you get home, I think like 99% of the time you'll always come over and connect with me and him. But it's like when he comes back home sometimes, you know, from your mums or whatever, sometimes you'll just go straight into like get the bag, like, you know, and do the things. So I was just saying to you, even those little things of like, you know, when you go in to wake him up or, you know, when he comes to gets dropped off at the front door, like you really just connect with him first. And I'm, I'm saying that for like me too. Um, and they say that like, even as we get older, like whatever you're doing, if you're in your head, you're pissed off, you're have, we're having a fight or whatever, just acknowledge your child because it's what then that they start to, do you know what I mean? Like, it's just how human... I, I can't explain it like this lady who was yeah, on the Oprah... No, I understand um, what you're saying. It was on the Oprah um, podcast, and it was just so interesting to hear. Like, it's scientifically proven that's what we need. You know, like, as human beings, we need connection. So, as children, and I know, you know, that happens a lot to kids as they get older, like, we just need to be seen. Yeah. And I to think... feel seen, sorry. To feel yeah, seen Yeah, I mean, no heard. one likes to be... F- you know, felt neglected or whatever, you know. Yeah. And it's not to say that you're neglecting the kid. No, but, but it's just because you... how they interpret it. Yeah, like, because you're in your head about, like, you know, or like I said, you and I have had a fight, you're stressed about work, I'm thinking about what i got to do tonight, what I'm going to cook for dinner. So sometimes, like, you don't acknowledge. Yeah. And that was the thing that I was like, fuck, but... And then you and I, I think we talked about it one night, we'd had a few drinks and your um, friend had reached out saying, like, he had some issues and stuff, like he was going through a, a really rough patch. And I said to you, you know, the crazy thing is he just like awesome that you connected with him that night and wrote back and called him and stuff because he just needed to be felt seen and heard. Yeah. He was craving connection and to crave to belong, you know, like. Yeah. And I think sometimes you do, I wouldn't say struggle to find someone to speak to, but you might be too scared to maybe say something or whatever. Well, yeah, because everyone's um, going through their own thing, aren't they? And exactly, like, you know, like, I mean, literally everyone's got something going on and there's different sort of parameters as to how good or bad these things that are going on. But, you know, we've all got our own battles and, you know, you'd hope you've got someone that you can talk to about, you know, your situation and... I feel generally when you do talk about it, you do feel better. Well, this is literally what my Shed Your Shit course is all about. (laughs) Another cheeky plug, didn't mean to bring that up. But the first week is all about being vulnerable and like Mm. reaching out and having a conversation that, but the biggest thing why people don't like being vulnerable is they don't like to burden other people. Yeah, well, I and think- or they're worried about judgment. They've got shame. You know, there's so many things when it's just like you know, like your um, mate that night. Like when you when he reached out to you, you called him straight away. And you know, a lot of people wouldn't do that. You know, like because they have their own stuff going on and they don't realize. You know, like it's yeah, it's um, it is true. I think yeah, I think that like you say shame, but I think the whole burden thing as well because like mm. I said, everyone's got their own issues and we all know that we may may not know what the person is um, that you say you're going to talk to, what issues they've got, but we all know that everyone's got issues. So I think you just got to take the leap and hopefully that person's respectable and does sit there and listen, give you guidance or just support or just, you know, just an ear. I also I think like in the stuff that I talk about, like with, you know, my coaching and that, is that sometimes you will know that there are people that you can't say stuff to and that's because 
they are judgmental and, you know, and that's what people do struggle with from their family environments and stuff like that, that they don't have that trust in other people. So therefore they lock down all those emotions and everything and they're too afraid to be vulnerable because they've tried before and a family member or a friend has shut them down and judged them and this and that. So, you know, like there are people that you do choose the right people and I think your mate definitely chose you for a reason that night he knew that you would be the kind of person that would reach back you know whereas yeah. there's like he wouldn't have chose someone that you know like yeah. um but sometimes when we are so dark wow this really took a turn didn't it um <laughs> when you are in a dark place you can't really see that anyone can help you you just like you said it's, well, you, you feel like an outer burden. burden yeah you, know, you don't want to and you're like i don't want to bring my shit onto them but it's like sometimes it's just you saying it, this person can't help you, but you just saying it out loud is like the biggest release. And that's why I say mm. vulnerability, vulnerability is your superpower. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah, I think if, if you hit someone up with your issues and they blow you off, I think it just shows what sort of a person they are. So and you don't I think most of the time you'll find if you're coming forward with something that you need help with, I'm sure that person will be of some oh. help or guidance. And, like, that's it. But, like, the crazy thing is we're super lucky in who our family and friends are. Yeah. You know, not everyone has that support. we got support. a good network. Yeah, not everyone has that. So, like, being able to um, connect with like-minded people in, you know, like the community and stuff that I've built with Shed Your Shit is literally what people are fucking loving because, you know, like they don't necessarily have that and they have family members that make them feel guilty for putting themselves first and stuff. It's fascinating. Yeah. Like, because... We are lucky that we have that, that some people just don't. Yeah. Anyway, the point was that we were talking about was <laughs> being seen and heard and, you know, that's what I think, like, with um, children, like, that's the way that I want to raise men. Like, you know, it's funny you do say all these things, like, and oh, then look, you just really perfect, don't know. <laughs> we've got this perfect, you know, thought in our head and got all the grand plan and ideas, but, it, you know, to implement them is is hard because mm. it's not just a one-off, it's it's creating that as a habit and a pattern and then letting that sink in mm. to doing it here and there, you know, it's not going to really stick. So it's, you know, it's tough being a parent to try and, I guess, yeah, create these habits, these good habits, because they might take more time out of your day and more mm. effort. And like I said, we are still a a human. Just because you're a parent doesn't mean you can't not feel, you know, unhappy or stressed or whatever. Yeah, there's times that you've got to put on your, you know, your your adult cap and be like, you know, I've got to stand up and push through. But still, you are allowed to have your emotions and feel how you feel. Mm. Um, Well, in moving forward... Yeah. In moving forward. In other uh, news. In other news, um, I was going to say, like, how do you feel about your connection with Memphis? Like, what do you feel like you're, you know, from our conversations the last couple of Friday nights and, you know, internally, like, what do you feel like you could do differently in moving forward? Um, I mean, like they say, you become patient when you're a parent. And now I've seen you become patient because you and I are probably similar-ish um, with our patient scale. I think oh, – actually, you're probably worse than me, I'd say. You were pretty Not impatient. anymore, motherfucker. No. <laughs> but, you know, little things would always, like, tick you off and I think you are very impatient. And um, I think I've gotten worse. And, uh, yeah, maybe – I think Memphis definitely got a bit to do it, but I think just life in general, you know, you start adding everything together and yeah, I don't know. Can I tell you why I think stress maybe? Can I tell you why I think I'm more patient? 
because I, I meditate every day. And oh, I've yeah. spoke to you about that. It's 100% changes your life. Like it has made me more calm. No, 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 no. But I also, but I also meditated before. No, no, no. But I didn't meditate to the what I do now. I meditate one to two times a day now, of ten to fifteen minute blocks. When I was working in radio, sometimes it would be five to ten minutes in the morning, and that's pretty much all I would have time for. I believe that it's made me less reactive, so therefore I'm more patient. Like you know, with people, one because I used to be like with I people. I honestly reckon it's you being. No, a mother. I can it's promise you, if you start, time. if you start, <laughs> yeah, I believe that too. I 100% believe that, but I also believe that if you started to implement it into your day, your patience would change. I promise you. This is literally what I've just helped all these women in my course do. And so many of them are like, fuck, I didn't realize what meditation would just, just by having, and that meditation doesn't have to mean like, I've got to sit there in the corner, like with a full meditation cushion and like, um, you know, like yeah, it's yeah. literally just what we did this morning. We did a gratitude one, but if you make it part of your day, just a guided meditation, like, you know, it can literally change the way that you start to behave and see things. I fucking promise you. <laughs> literally, this is like why I'm so passionate about it to the point that I want to learn to teach meditation because it can be a huge just game changer and you don't even realise. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, it might might be something that will happen. I mean, I did used to do it for a while. Yeah, and like it's just like five to ten minutes. Like you will be just – you like it takes time for it to become like a routine you oh, know? Yeah, but yeah, it can help you 100 percent with your patience well watch this space we'll see how we go <laughs> um <You're> crazy <laughs> um but if anyone does want to know more about that please hit me up shedyourshit.com.au um because that is something that I'm going to be teaching. My next round starts on the 7th of September. So um, if you are feeling like you need that support, you want to shed your shit, that all that emotional baggage, I definitely didn't talk about that to um, push you there. But if you are interested, like I said, <laughs> um, get involved. Join. Um, but a massive, massive love to Active Truth, the best tights ever. If you haven't heard of their active wear for all women, regardless of size, shape, or the stage of their life, make sure you jump on board activetruth.com.au use the code Heidi at 20 to get 20% off so Heidi at 20 um I I swear by them I'm wearing them now so (laughs) yay and you can also squat in them they're squat proof (laughs) you'd hope so (laughs) but you know some they're not and then all of a sudden you've got this like big (laughs) hole in your pants with these no I'm so I I pretty much wore my maternity ones even after I had the baby because I was like they're so good Anyway, check it out, activetruth.com.au. And also, before we go, I have received so many messages this past week from everyone from our podcast from last week and people just reaching out, you know, having – I had a bit of a cry on the podcast about missing my parents and, you know – um, and, you know, you did a massive shout out to people telling them that, you know, like we're with you and we're supporting you and stuff. And I've literally received close to, I reckon, 50 messages awesome. like on um, on Instagram. So thank you so much for that. And we are thinking of you because there are so many people that are without 
their families and so many new parents that their babies hadn't even met their grandparents and stuff. So um, thank you so much for, like I said, reaching out. It really honestly means the world um, to us. And yeah, we really love connecting with you all. So um, some of you haven't actually got back to you because I've just seen the messages. So I will definitely do that in the next week as well. But the mum juggle is real. (laughs) Um, All right, everyone. Lots of love. Don't forget if you're loving the podcast too. Five star. Yeah, five star rate and review, baby, on iTunes. Lots of love, everyone. See ya. Bye.